This is Rodney from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explored manhood within Jesus Christ. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Sit back, enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. To the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action, and now. Oh, hell, sing to whisper. Just forget he's dead. And the father looked down to his son and The stone the builder rejected is on a roll. <laughs> I kind of like that. The stone the builder rejected is on a roll today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And we like to roll here in the in car world, don't we, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it definitely was rolling. And so it's always, it is, it is really always my prayer that um, the opening of the show, it kind of creates this essence where we can get in there and get together with God. You know, that whole idea of, of going to that holy place, whatever that may be, where we can meet with God, meet with each other. And, you know, that's, that's kind of what I create in my mind as I put these things together. So what I did was that's the, the freedom from Braveheart that you might've heard Mel Gibson screaming there at the very beginning, followed by, if you're really good, if you know what that is, I'm proud of you. That is the 118th Psalm sung by cantors in the original Davidic Sefer. It's really amazing. I mean, if you listen to the whole thing, but most people can't do that. So I I just played a couple of verses for you there. That's Psalm 118, and that was followed. And see, since those were cantors, I don't know if you ever saw Neil Diamond's um, America, but he um, he was a cantor in that movie. Yeah. And, and then he sings, you know, Freedom, which is... So much to do with Passover, which is really, really cool this week. I don't know if you know that Passover lines up with Easter. It does not always do that. And so, you know, it's kind of neat that we can talk about same things in the same week. And then you heard Arise My Love, of course, by a new song, which, again, has everything to do with the stone the builders rejected is on a roll. So that 
line the stone the builder rejected, the stone the builders rejected, is from the 118th Psalm, is verse 22. And so, as you might guess, Jerry, <laughs> today's show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Mem, which is the letter that begins the word Mashiach. It, it's, it begins Messiah. It, you know, it is actually the word that that we're going to get into that has to do with freedom that's talked about in the 118th Psalm, which, you know, that's kind of like, man, I, I don't know, God's just had me in the 118th Psalm because it is so much the Easter story. So we're going to talk about that some today. And then, very, very cool, we have the Mustangs get its 58th birthday this month. Wow. And so we have uh, Jim Owens, um, a Mustang marketing manager with us from Ford up in Detroit, is going to be talking to us right in the second segment. And then we got a special call coming up in the last segment from a man by the name of Rodney, who is literally traveling the country with a cross, right? Dragging the cross across the country and he happens to be in North Carolina. And so he's going to be calling in. We're going to get an update on where he is and what he's been doing <laughs> all, you know, all, all along. So if you ever been to a Passover Seder and actually very fun, I get to do one in snow camp at Sloan Missionary Homes today. Actually, after I leave here, I'm going to do that. But if you've ever going to be busy this weekend as we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. Yeah. It's his mic. I I got them all on and I got them all up. He's on number three. Let's just switch mics and see if. All right. Is that any better? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear? I'm sorry. We got this new studio that we, uh, we had a little technical difficulty. So we got Jerry is going to be on this other mic that he's trying to arrange. Okay, yeah. but can you hear me now? I can hear you now. <laughs> So now I forgot the question. <laughs> and I forgot the answer, so we're good. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to the Seder later today in Snow Camp, North Carolina. It's going to be really fun. And if you've ever been to one, they're all about freedom, right? They just That's the idea is coming out of slavery, you know, and, and I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I think it's a great question to ask. Since, you know, Jesus died to set us free from our sin, right, so that we could live with him for eternity. And so it's very much the similar story. But why in the world did God tell Abraham when he first made the covenant with him, look, I'm going to have your kids spend 400 years in Egypt. Did you ever think about that? Why would he? What's up with that? Well, there's a little bit of a hint. in If you know the Hebrew and you get a chance to study it, the word Egypt at the root of it is the word crucible, like you would take gold and refine it, <laughs> okay? And so what God was telling Abraham in his own way, because Abraham would have known that idea of Egypt being a crucible, um, we're going to purify your kids, and it's going to take a little while. <laughs> but interestingly, if you really do the math on the thing, I don't know if you've ever done it, but they didn't spend 400 years in Egypt. He cut it a little bit short because the Egyptians got kind of cruel. And so God moved into the story and he cut it short and he set them free. And so in Exodus 6, he tells you, you know, it's, it's really cool. Say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burden of the eye. He's talking about me. I'm going to bring you out from underneath the burden of the Egyptians 
and I will rid you of their bondage. I will redeem you with a stretched out arm. Don't miss that. <laughs> Just stretch out your arm. In fact, stretch out two of them and you'll kind of get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> and with great judgments, right? I'm going to take you to be my people, he goes on to say in Exodus 6. So here God moved into the story because the crucible got a little different than what he had thought because Pharaoh was actually really, really mean. Now, there's another interesting little thing because we're talking about freedom. And so here's where we're headed, right? On today's show, I want you to be thinking about what is your Egypt? What is your crucible? <laughs> where is it that, that, that God has you in the refining process right now? And, and then what can we do um, to allow God to get us out, right? Because it, they didn't get out of Egypt on their own, okay? I'm just saying <laughs> that, that obviously God moved in and, and pulled them out of the crucible you know, when the time was right, when he could see his reflection in the mirror, so to speak, although, they, you know, they say that, you know, you can take a, a Jew out of Egypt, but getting Egypt out of the Jews, another story. And, and so you got about 40 more years in the wilderness after you get out of the crucible, just saying. <laughs> but along those lines, you know, the neat thing is, is, you know, we've, we've spent our whole lives getting to where we are. And so for you, like, I, you know, for me, let me just tell you, I, I struggle constantly with my temper. I really do. For those people who know me well, and in fact, I have this good friend, Harold, had never seen me get mad until something happened in the studio one day, not a couple of weeks ago. And he said, I saw his face. Now I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> and so really my whole life, man, it, you know, it's that has been my my crucible that 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 God is purifying me with, right? Yeah, but the but the blessing is you can you see it. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about this. I, you know, and it makes me just go back and think. You know, how many times we don't see it, and other people see it in us. You know, and I think until we the human nature, sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us, and we don't see our own faults, our own things that hold us back, or or divide us, and and pull us away from our Lord and Savior, sometimes other people see it in us before we ever recognize it. Yeah. Well, and and, and certainly, you know, I'm fort very fortunate to have around me a lot of people who don't mind telling me, Robbie, <laughs> with my wife being number one on the list of, you know, of, of, of giving me that kind of feedback, real feedback that, you know, faithful are the wounds of a friend. So, you know, as we're looking at the freedom that Jesus gave us here this year, I'm wondering for you, you know, what is your crucible? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Of course, when we come back, we're going to have Jim Owens with Ford. But in the meantime, be thinking about your crucible. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
The stone the builder rejected, the builders rejected, is on a roll today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> you got to love that. The stone the builders rejected is on a roll. And speaking on a roll, the Mustang is on a roll. We have Jim Owens with Ford with us. Jim, where are you calling from today? Well, today I'm calling from uh, Dearborn, you know, the home of the Mustang, um, where, you know, hopefully a lot of the Mustang clubs here and around the country um, celebrate the 58th birthday of the Mustang being unveiled. Yeah, and that's quite a birthday. So what what have you got planned? So um, there's a bunch of stuff. There's actually some things going on down in North Carolina. Um, The Mustang Owners Museum. So these are owners who've put together their own collection of Mustang historical, you know, stuff that makes Mustang famous for, you know, all the movies that it's been in. Um, right down there in the, the Charlotte area, not too far from you, um, that actually uh, is going to have over 300 Mustangs and more than 500 people who are out there, you know, celebrating its birthday. Wow. Do you know the date on that? Uh, yeah, it's going on actually all weekend. So it's, it went on yesterday. They started coming in. And then uh, today, uh, throughout the day at the museum, and then tomorrow, even that it's Easter Sunday, I think a little bit less is planned, but uh, the big day down there is today. Wow. So if you're out and about and you love Mustangs and you're in North Carolina today, you know, how cool. I've been to that museum. It's it's pretty spectacular, Jerry. So, and then they yeah, have all this. they've done a good job with it. Yeah, they've really done a good job with it. And they've put together a passionate group of people, you know, who really care about it. And, uh, you know, it's down near Charlotte Motor Speedway there where we have the home of the Ford Performance Racing School. So, like, you have the chance to go see it in a collector form, in a museum form, and then literally nearly just across the street, you can go actually to the Charlotte Motor Speedway and uh, drive those Mustangs on the inside Roval, the drag strip, and the outside Oval. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Robbie, get back in your seat, okay? <laughs> That sounds that sounds good, man. Hey, you know, my, you know, I don't know if I told you. I don't know if Robbie knows this. I know Jim doesn't. But my first car was a '68 Mustang convertible. Really? Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yep, I'm 16 that's years old. And I think you and I, yeah, I think you and I have chatted before about. That. Yeah, I think um, yeah. Now you know that that's, I thought so. Yeah, we talked about that. Been been a couple years. Yeah, ago. we did. And I remember, you know, you know what you do in that convertible is that you know open air freedom. That kind of you know embodies the Mustang, right? When you feel like you know you're having a bad day, and weather-wise, probably down where you guys are, you can take the top down more often than here. You know, we're at 35. <laughs> not today, though. Freezing. <laughs> not today. Yeah, not today. A little cold, but like you can drop that top down and feel the wind through your hair, and uh, you know a lot of the stresses of your work day, you know, can kind of disappear when you take that down, and especially in the '68, as beautiful as that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Love the lines on it. My first car was a 1960 Rambler American, looked like an upside-down bathtub with three on the tree. I'm a little jealous, Jerry. (laughs) I remember the old Ramblers. My mom had one, and it was the old push-button transmission. Do you remember the old push-button that they used to have? I do. That beats the clutch that I was pushing in. (laughs) Yeah, two of those things get jammed in between. Double clutch, right? In and out. Oh, yeah. It was a... Oh man, flathead four! It would it would get out of its own way on a good day, you know. <laughs> well, that's some of the things you know that you know. And back in the day, right? 
in the 60s when you had, you know, the Javelin and the Camaro and the Challenger all going after each other. Um, you know, today, you talk about that four-cylinder, like in the Mustang, you know, that four-cylinder has now over 300 horsepower. <laughs> it's about 23 miles per gallon, you know, and it's, it's amazing how the technology has evolved. And, you know, it's nice that the passionate men and women of Ford and the Mustang team, like, engineer those product attributes into the vehicle that we can enjoy, you know, safely. And, you know, if you think about the Gen 5, when we launched the Gen 5 back in 05, our 4.6 liter V8 had 300 horsepower, and we were all excited about it. And, you know, now the Mach 1, the 21 Mach 1 and 22 1 have, you know, over 470 horsepower. It's amazing. It's just, it, it, if you're a Mustang fan or if you're a sports car fan, you know, there's no better day to be a fan of those cars than today. Let me ask you a couple. Let me ask you a question. I, I know that when do y'all re, are going to unveil the the new Mustang? I I saw a clip of it on the road, all you know, papered up and covered up, where you couldn't really see the body of. But I was kind of looking at it, trying to see the lines through the paper. Yeah, we we don't talk about future product, and I know there's a complete cottage industry out there of people trying to you know take pictures and you know, hey, at least they're interested in your right. product. Um, right now on the 22, we've just revealed five new ones, right? So for the 22 model year, you know, Mustang, I don't know which 68 you had, but, um, I know that you had the convertible in it, but Mustang is like, um, how do we say this, you know, make it your own, right? right? So we have a bunch of different packages this year we came out with, and, you know, one is the Mustang Ice White Edition. And for those of your listeners who were, you know, fans of the box body, it's like an extension of that triple white box body that we did so it has clear tail lamps you know which is really unique you know sitting down watching the cars go by you know kind of identify what they are by seeing the tail lamps and and these have the clear ones that we actually use in europe um but it really ties the package from the white pony on the front the white wheels the white interior you know it harkens back to that triple white 93 you know fox body um we have the coastal edition you know you guys are pretty darn close to the ocean over there where you kind of take that open air freedom, right? And that EcoBoost with the nice design and style, and then you drop top the convertible, and you know whether you're on Route One on the East Coast or Route One on the West Coast, you can enjoy it. So we continue to make those packages. So when you talk about new stuff, we have new stuff for 22, um, including, you know, of course, my favorite, uh, the Shelby GT500, that Heritage Edition, and it is done <laughs> in that Britney yeah. blue, which is just so cool like carol and his merry band of hot rodders back in the 60s launched it with that color and wow. we're excited that it's out there jim i hate we're out of time it was too you got you're just loaded for bear with yeah. this mustang so we so appreciate what you guys are doing up there at ford and dearborn and dearborn and keep up the great work thank you and and thank your listeners for celebrating 58 years of mustang happy birthday hey, happy <laughs> birthday we'll be right back we'll take your calls You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
The Stone, the Builders Rejected, is on a roll today on the Christian Car Guys show. We would love to hear from you what your Egypt might be, what your crucible might be, that you, that, that you feel like he's given you the freedom to, to be <laughs> go through that kind of thing. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and join us. 866 348 Eight eight four, and we always we want to mention the Jesus Labor Love um, car repair labor for single moms and widows. You know, last week due to our renewal of the studio, we weren't able to do the show, and we had all these people lined up um, for the Jesus Labor Love. But we have just a desperate need. I don't know how to put it other than that. I know if I was one of those moms that didn't need a car, we've never had the need for cars that we have right now. So if you know anybody, really, especially. In, in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, somewhere that is not wanting to trade that car, do whatever, um, you know, the, there's some people out there that are really, really struggling with transportation. And the only way out for them, really, Jerry, is is to get them another car. And, in fact, you know, some have been – these cars have been wrecked. And, oh, my goodness, you've had a chance to look at some of those lately. Yeah, and, you know, when, when we think about that, and we just don't realize it. Just, just put yourself – in, you can't put yourself in somebody else's place, but just think about what that car means to you as far as just your everyday, how much you depend on a vehicle. And then think about on some of these, some of these, especially these mothers who are having children. And I'll tell you what, it just breaks my heart because, I mean, getting to doctor's offices and, and, and doing things with uh, kids, especially some kids that are, are, are need extra help and stuff. And even where you're trying to, you know, single moms are out there trying to trying to make a living and be able to provide for a family, and it's hard to do unless you have transportation to get to work. I mean, it's 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 tough. So yeah, so that's yeah. a good place for me to throw in because you've been working on one of these that I've been working on, and I've been working on it with the insurance um, commissioner of North Carolina. Of course, I'm sure these laws are similar in all states, but what happened here was a young lady lent her car to her friend, right? And her friend was not named on her policy. And so this other lady wrecked her car. And in North Carolina, right, the insurance is with the car. And since this lady wasn't listed on the policy and with this particular insurance company, they're like, we're sorry, we're not covering this claim. And, and so... Here this poor single mom is, right? She's got no transportation and no insurance because she let somebody borrow her car. You know, and I, I immediately got to tell you, Jerry, I called my daughter and I said, you know how you let your boyfriend drive your car sometime? You have choice A, get him on the policy, or choice B, stop that. <laughs> what? The, what? Um, you know, and, and stuff like that, you don't really, you know, you don't think about it until it happens to you you're in the middle of it. And then all of a sudden you start all these regulations, laws, and policies that you had no, you, you just, there's no reason to, to even think that you needed to know any of that. And you just think, oh, it'll be all right. I've got insurance on it. But it doesn't work that way, and that's why I've always said, and, and, and multiple times, and Robbie knows the, how much I preach this, is, you know what, there's a lot of lot of value in having an agent that you can sit down, and you know what, there's never a stupid question to ask an insurance agent when you're, you're, you're renewing a policy or when you're looking to make sure you have the right coverage and you understand what your coverage is, because or, then you're in a situation with this 
this this this lady who's having to, you know, really had nowhere to turn. Basically, I right? Mean, I've made phone trapped. three phone calls to the insurance commissioner trying to find, you know, some way that we could possibly get some, her some relief of some kind. And I mean, it, it's just, you know, that's the way that that has fallen. And it, you know, there are restrictions on certain policies and boy i mean you just call a 1-800 number and you get some policy and you don't know what you got you know those are that's that's the deal just we run into this a lot also is where and i know we're getting off on insurance but you know now uber and 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 delivering pizzas or 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 you know grubhub all these different things out there you know your policy doesn't necessarily, if you're working and that vehicle is used for business, if you don't have a rider on your policy, they can deny a claim. And that's something very few people know. So the first thing they'll ask is, well, what happened to the incident? And you tell them, well, I was delivering pizza. And then next thing you know, that claim denied. Right. Right. And so this is, you know, again, one of those things that to me, it's, you know, it's one of those reasons why you need an agent. But also, you, you need to be a little bit aware of the different things that can get you in trouble. Yeah. And so we're glad you're listening to the show. And obviously, if you've got any questions along these lines, you know, we can get Bill Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> but our number is 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. But, um, Back to the thing, yeah, there, there's a need out there. And I don't want to lose sight of, yeah, if you have a car or a vehicle or Something you're just sitting there and you say, you know, I don't, I don't crank that thing up every six or seven months and it's really in the way, but it's a good car. It's not, don't have much value, but it's a dependable car. And do we have a place for it? So, yeah, we really, really do. And some of these folks, oh, the needs that it could meet. And it doesn't need to be a nice, most of the cars that we've ever had. I mean, we're not anybody's idea of a nice car, but to the person that got the car, Oh my goodness, it was transportation, it was reliable, and it met a huge need in their life for the time. So, you know, one of the questions that, of today's show is, you know, what will you do with that freedom, right? God, Jesus died that we would have this freedom. And, it, you know, there's an interesting thing as you look at the 118th Psalm, you know, I do this podcast every day. And so I did a podcast this week because I love to wonder about stuff. I just do. So I was wondering, you know, what does Hosanna mean? Well, guess what? It's in the 118th Psalm. You know, did you know that? Yeah. That's that's where you find that Hosanna. What is this? You know, this whole idea of He who comes in the name of the Lord. Where where is where do you find that? Once again, in the 118th Psalm, did did some stuff on that. What about the donkey? Um, you know, who was the original person to come into Jerusalem? I don't know if you thought about this, Jerry, but I did a podcast on this. It's there at ChristianCarGuy.com on who was the original um, triumphal entry came in on a donkey was going to be obedient to his father to be a sacrifice. Who would that be? It wasn't Jesus. It was Isaac, right? Yeah. And you think about where Mount Moriah is located, and guess what? He came into that area, and they set the donkey aside and and went up. You know, that's that's part of that story. But then there's another whole thing that is, was there one donkey or two donkeys? And so I have a whole podcast on that. And so if you like to wonder about that stuff, if you like to wonder about the 118 Psalm, you know, it's it's Go all to the there. Podcast and wander with uh, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder. In fact, it's called Bible Wonders. That's why I call it. Is, you know, but um, the the verse I want to talk about that really just I've been illuminated for me this year is in the 118 Psalm, 
right after the, you know, there's several of these, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, right? Well, the Jews know, and, and, and it's very clear for them that when it says his love endures forever, anything that is forever means Messiah, okay? It's like one equals the other. When something is forever, that's eternity. When you get the Messiah, so they knew when they were quoting these things from the 118 Psalm, this is the guy, this is the king, he's coming. And, and so when it gets down to the fifth verse, it says, I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. Well, Right here, we have a very interesting thing that, number one, the Jews, you know, blow the chauffeur every Rosh Hashanah, right? And the idea is that you start in a narrow place and you're going to a wide place, right? That you're in a tight spot and you're going to a wide spot. But see, when you're in that tight spot, that's when you're in the crucible. That that distress, that this right there, that's the root word of the word Egypt, Okay, just going to tell you. So when I was in Egypt, I cried out to the Lord. <laughs> I was in that crucible, right? Because how many times do you find yourself in that crucible and you don't have what it takes to get yourself, you know, straight here? So that's where he called on the Lord. And when he put him in that wide place, he's actually, the wide place is your heart. Okay? That your heart is meant to hold the whole kingdom. It is meant to hold all of God. It's like it says in the 119th Psalm, right? That I will run in the path of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. Because when Jesus comes into there, that's the freedom. You get this large heart as opposed to this tight spot. Well, very interestingly, I've discovered this week that the word Pharaoh has to do with throat. And you know that the journey between your head and your heart, you have to go through your throat. And guess what? There's the tight spot. It's right there between your head and your heart is in your throat. And the Pharaoh is there waiting to say, let my people go. You know, you need a Moses. (laughs) So call us when we come back. 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. The stone the builders rejected is on a roll again today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And we're so excited because Rodney has been traveling the country with a cross. And now we have him on the phone to give us an update. So, Rodney, tell us your, a little what you're doing. Trying to win souls for the kingdom, man. You know, uh, trying to strengthen my brothers and sisters, get everyone to build a deeper, more intimate relationship with our Savior. So what I'm out here doing, Father's work. That is so cool. So can you kind of give us a picture since our listeners probably haven't seen you? Are you you literally have a cross you're dragging? How does that work? Uh, I carry it. I, I tow it upon my shoulder. It's probably about, I don't know, about seven foot tall, I guess. A little taller than I am. You know? And so you've been dragging? Do you drag part of it or you carry it? No, I carry it. I, I pick it up and, uh, and I tow it over my shoulder. Wow. 
Yeah, so it goes way, as I'm carrying, it's like way taller than I am. So how far? I guess they'd go five, six foot over my head, I guess. So where did you start out? Um, On this journey, I started in central Florida. And where are you headed? Um, I'm heading um, up to the mountains right now, which I'm in the mountains of Virginia. I'm about to go out there and pray and fast and see where Dad wants me to go next. Really? So you don't have a necessary, like, I'm going to go to Maine or Pennsylvania or something. You're, you're, you're going where God sends you. Well, I've learned if we get out the way and let the Father do what He wants to do, that's where we get the most fruit from. You know, so my joy comes from pleasing Him, so I want to be directed by Him always. It says, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and He'll direct your path. So, you know, that's what I do. And so, have you got an encounter you can share with us that somebody came up and said, man? Oh, that that's that's every day. Um, uh, right now, I'm at this place called the Hope House. The Lord led me here, and I've been here discipling some of the gentlemen in this house, helping them, you know, understand the Word and helping them, you know, build a relationship with the Word so that they could have um, direction in their lives with all the things that they do. But is is there a, a story that comes to your mind of somebody that walked up to you or something that you're just like, man, God, how cool is that? I mean, something that really jumps out at you? Uh, well, um, let's see. I, every day I get divine uh, appointments. So, um, yeah, just like I was saying with this place, because it's the most recent one, um, I crossed this guy named Dwayne, a brother in Christ, and he actually passed me last year um, when I was coming through Independence. And uh, it grieved his heart that he didn't stop and talk to me, and the Lord put him right next to me, um, I guess about four or five days ago. And uh, he was just so excited to be able to speak to me because it, it grieved his heart so much that he didn't stop last time, which led me to hear. Because I don't believe there's no such thing as coincidences in the kingdom, and everything it happens exactly as his will wants it to be. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so that I have I have many encounters like that, many encounters, just like with Larry, you know. Um, I, I have a brother named uh, Don, and I was hanging out with him, and then I met Larry, and uh, he directed me to you to be, you know, on this show. You yeah, know, Larry George, who's Slow Missionary Homes. Many of you used to know his radio show was a place missionaries call home. He, he met Rodney. So, so, Rodney, how do you support yourself? Or I mean, I guess God supports you like, he supports all of us, but how does that work practically for you? Um, I just I don't I don't worry about those things. Uh, the Lord gives me everything that I need when I need it. He says that uh, worth more than all the birds. So uh, I just go forth and and do what He tells me. People come and they give me food or or whatsoever I need in that moment. Uh, it's really cool because <laughs> the first time I talked to Rodney was about three weeks ago, Jerry, and I was like, well. You know, how do I get up with you? Because he doesn't have a phone. Like, of course, yeah, he's just, I mean, it, it, it really is kind of cool. But, you know, how many of us these days doesn't have a phone? But he doesn't. And, and so, you know, we needed to coordinate this, if you know, so that, um, you know, God could get the glory for, what, for what's going on in Rodney's life. I, I think it's unbelievable. Yeah, God, God's so awesome. He's so awesome, to, especially to forgive a sinner like me because, I used to be caught up in about everything you could do wrong, and, you know, whenever I fully accepted him into my life, he changed me, and says those who've been forgiven much love much, so, you know, my heart is for the people. I want them to know the one who loves me and, you know, loves them as well, 
So I just, each and every day, I, I give it my all, you know, so that, you know, people will know that Christ loves them. Because that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the expressions of Him. That's the definition of a Christian, is to be Christ-like. You know, sometimes the only Jesus somebody might meet in life is through one of us. So I like to, you know, really just demonstrate, you know, the love of God in their lives. You clearly are doing that. I mean, <laughs> you said, you know, Robin, sitting there listening, and I just think, you know, how many people that don't stop or speak to you on the, when you're out on the road, when you're making this that journey, but the questions that it brings up and, you know, that, 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 that's powerful when you think about it. There's probably, I don't know how many families probably go by with a kid in the car and say, what is he doing? Who's that man? What's, what's going on there? Gives a parent an opportunity to, to, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the, the cross is there for. It's like my fishing pole. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You took that scripture a lot more literally than most of us, obviously. You pick it up every day. And, and so what are your Easter plans, Rodney? Um. Well, I'm, I'm hanging out here. I was planning on going up into the mountains, but my plans and God's plans are a little bit different. So uh, he put me here to hang out with some of these gentlemen here and uh, just love on them and, and tell them about the goodness of the Lord and just help them grow with him because that's what it's all about. It's about the relationship. That's all God wants from us is a relationship. So, you know, so I, that's my goal is to help people have a relationship with them. You know, it's interesting you say that because yesterday I really went through an example of this because we were literally slaughtering a Passover lamb for the Passover that we're doing tonight. And so we thought that it would be appropriate since it was Good Friday to slaughter this lamb. And I had this friend who got the lamb for me, and he was supposed to call me from the mountains way up. He's up by Ashboro bringing this lamb down so that we could slaughter. And he was supposed to call me when he got on the road. And then I got a call from a family member who was really, really, really in a crisis and, and in the faith crisis. And it was unbelievable what God did in the in the next hour between eight and nine o'clock. Well, I was expecting to go meet him to do this, right? And between eight and nine, God did some amazing stuff with his family member. Absolutely blows my mind what God did with that. And so immediately when I got off the phone, I was texted by my other friend, Rob, you need to get over here because corn's over here with this lamb. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm on my way. And when I got there, corn said, well, I didn't call you because God told me you had an important mission that you, and he was serious. Like he had gotten that word, just like you get Rodney, that, that I, he'd gotten word not to call me because I was doing something important. And it blew me away that, that God <laughs> clearly, you know, told corn and, you know, he was obedient to not call me because of what was going on. I mean, how cool is that, Jerry? Yeah. Amazing what God yeah. will do. As, as Rodney said, sometimes get out of his way. Well, Rodney, I hate we're out of time, but man, buddy, I appreciate you calling so much and, and we'll be praying. Um, how could What's a good prayer request for you while you're out there carrying the cross? Um, just to continue to give me utterance so that I know how to speak to each and every person so that a soul could be one and not for me to speak as I think that I should speak, but as he would speak through. Well, let's just pray that right now as we head off into Easter. Jesus Thank you for Rodney, and we do pray that you would give him boldness, but at the same time, uh, discernment, give him the words, and give him the wisdom of know how to say him, when to say him, that he would uh, bear much fruit for you, that people would come to the freedom that we're talking about today, and we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
This is the Truth Network.